Myself podcast brought to you by Q Images, run by Timothy Quisenberry. It's a world class, veteran owned and operated Las Vegas based photography company. Whether you need on site, in studio, or on location photography, be prepared to receive top notch, innovative, and high level professionalism from Q Images. While other photographers take photos, Q Images captures memories and creates experiences. Go to qimages.smugmug.com or Instagram at QUE underscore images. Also, the book Powered by Purpose, written by none other than your host, John M. Singletary Sr. Get your copy today at the Help Myself Podcast.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Help Myself Podcast. I am your host, John M. Singletary Sr. Listen, it's a privilege and a pleasure to be before you today. And I'm excited because we have a special guest with us today. It is Miss Shelby Patrice of Budget University. Listen, we're going to get deeper into the introduction and talk more about that. But she's got uh, an amazing app that I want to make sure that you take some time to go download on all platforms. So if you're Apple, Android, you know, iPhone, whatever that is, go download Budget University and we'll show a clip of that. So how you can go do that. And I'll even talk about how it has impacted me and helped me in my transition from active duty military into uh, the retired life. But now I'm excited about this episode. I'm excited about this guest. So without further ado, let's get into our interview with Ms. Shelby Patrice of Budget University. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have our guest. Let me give a quick introduction, then I'm going to give her an opportunity. Well, the first thing I want to do is I want to introduce her. Then I want to kind of tell the story of what inspired me to ask her to come on to the Help Myself podcast today. So we have Shelby Patrice of Budget University. We're going to be talking about that a lot. That is one of the main reasons why we brought her on here today. But she's a graduate of Kentucky State University. She's actually a legacy of Kentucky State University. She is a proud soror of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated and a native of Miami, Florida. And listen, Back when we were doing the real shop talk, Shelby was so kind to come on one night and talk about different things. And, uh, you know, she came on, she had this engaging personality. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I like what she's talking about. But she kept on doing this thing where she was acting like she ain't never been on a podcast or a show or anything (laughs) like that. Like she was really putting it on. And uh, so, you know, normally, you know, when you have a guest, you vibe with follow them on Instagram and everything started following and realized that she's a world renowned star and has superstars <laughs> on her show. I'm like, really? You did us like, that? You like you ain't never been on a podcast or a show before. You got your own show, got celebrities on there. Fat Joe. I, I was like, some people's children, <laughs> but let me tell you, I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. We, um, we're going to talk about all things, 
Shelby, all things Budget University. But I really want to encourage you to go out and download the Budget University app on all platforms. So if you team my phone, Android, whatever, go download that. Go to the App Store. Go to Google Play. I'll give you a personal testimony. My transition from active duty military to retirement. I didn't know how the numbers were going to work. I'm not a big budget guy. I kind of have it in my head, but I use that thing to kind of look because I was a little nervous. I didn't think I was going to make the numbers work, but uh, thank you. I want to let you know that I am a satisfied customer. Like it really took me out there. So it, it's good if you're single, if you got a family, get everybody in the family involved and it can really help you meet your financial goals. So that is my introduction of Shelby Patrice. How about you introduce yourself for the people? I mean, you said so much. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm, I am the CEO founder of Budget University. It is an online financial literacy school that is open up to the community and public and students. We are accredited for grades sixth grade through college. So if you want to take financial literacy and core courses as a student, like through history, science, English, and math, you can come sign up at Budget University. Um, it's all online. And that's really it. That's really it. Now, I got to ask, what made you start Budget University? Like, what made you get into that? So the reason, okay, so it's two, there's two parts as to reason, reasons as to why I started. There's two parts to it. So what happened was I was, um, it was back when my grandmother passed away. Um, she passed away and my dad was just real distraught about it. So I took care of like the funeral arrangements and I did all that jazz. Mm -hmm. So in the midst of doing that, um, I, the funeral coordinator was like, oh my gosh, I'm, um, um, you, oh, she had a preemie. So certain things were already taken care of. And then when she passed on a Friday, she passed on August 18th. I think that was like a Friday or something like that. We buried her a week after. So the funeral director coordinator told me she's never seen a black family so organized. So I was wow. like, yeah, that's what I said. So I was like, really? And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So opposed to getting upset and all offensive, I was like, well, can you just uh, elaborate more for me? So she was like, you know, sure. She's like, usually we're waiting for a GoFundMe or a church don donation or the pastor to, to give something or whatever the case is. And I was like, oh, okay. And so we went into the golf cart and we were just driving around. And I was asking her, I said, so what do you do when, um, when someone like dies and they don't have the funds well you she's like well you know they just stay at the morgue which you know they charge them daily for that so i was just picking her brain on it for that aspect of um the funds the money part so then after that 2018 COVID hit in 2020 and i got furloughed from american my job as a flight attendant and then I'm, i was known as the flight attendant that sat in the jump seat and read books like read dave ramsey financial literacy books like mm -hmm. um girls get girls get your financial stuff together how to um how to how to be financially stable in your 20s and 30s so, so i was just reading financial books and co-workers and i bought a house so co-workers were reaching out to me like how did you buy a house in COVID? oh my gosh did you see this severance check can you help me with my budget so i said you know what it dawned on me at that a conversation I had with the rapper Fat Joe on my flight before COVID. He said to me, um, um, where are you from? And I was like, I'm from Miami. He was like, what do you do? Just flying? I said, yeah. He was like, no, you you need something. He was, he was like, you need to think bigger than that. You got to have something else. So I didn't pay him no mind. But when I really? got furloughed, what? yes, but when I got furloughed, I said, he was right. 
I should have had a second source. I should I should have had another job. I'm too busy having fun as a flight attendant, living my best life, doing this and this and this and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, he was right. He was right. So when I bought my house or whatever, I, uh, I, you know, I did, I did have other sources of income from properties and stuff from renting from people renting, but it was just the fact that I'm like, there needs, there's more, there's more to it. So from there, um, I started a Facebook group and I was doing people's budgets monthly for $25. So then I was realizing they were asking me the same questions. Like, what do I do my 401k? I didn't know that we were getting matched 7%. I didn't know my job was matching me 12%. So I'm like, what? So then my group turned in from 40 people to like 600 people overnight because people were bringing their friends over into the group. Like, girl, she's dropping stuff. You need to be in this group. <laughs> yeah. So then I was like, okay, cool. And then from there... I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start like a website and I wanna give like all financial knowledge to this website, but I wanna interview people. So when I told Fat Joe about my business, he was like, come on live with me. Uh, when he did the, when he does the stuff in his house, he's like, come on live with me and we're gonna talk about your business. And I told the same story I just told, and he was just like, you're on to something, like, let's keep going. And now I'm here and we're accredited. I done built a curriculum ground up that teaches kids financial literacy through history, science, English, and math. And the reason why is because financial literacy is not taught in the school system. So I said, I want a school that's gonna teach financial literacy through core courses. Because when I went to school, we're talking about history, we're talking about slavery, Slavery, we're talking about shakes, we're talking about all this other crap, but we're not talking about the aspect of it. We're not talking about how much were they selling the slaves for and how much were how how was this accruing generational wealth? How were they oh, able no. to how were they able to give this back to their kids? How why were they stealing land from the blacks to make it their land? Because they knew that the blacks was gonna have come up on some money for that land. So why is it that's important that this so what why why like why were the horses this? Why, why? So when my kids come for history, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the money aspect of it. So opposed to the science fair projects that they do, oh, what carpet cleaner cleans the car the white carpet the best? We're not doing that. The science fair projects that we're doing are students are doing um, funerals. So they, they're assigned a life insurance plan or a life insurance policy or a salary or whatever we're doing. And it's like, you have a $50,000 life insurance policy. You have to bury this person. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? We do height, weight, and everything. Because anything that comes down to a funeral, it's business. So you don't have the money. So your person's in the in the freezer for this long and it's a hundred dollars a day. That's coming out of your policy, isn't it? So they're like, oh my God. So their task is to do a funeral, but they also have to deal with life sources. So they're like, Well, I was gonna use the um the life insurance plan to bury this person, but then since I got it, this is what I'm doing. Exactly. So now they're seeing the importance of a life insurance policy because we both know a 20,000 policy ain't gonna cut it now in 2023, you know? So they're learning that. They're learning how to properly fill out a will and trust. They're, they're learning how to properly start one. And those are projects that we're doing. So we're doing real base career projects. When it comes to math, they're learning about budgeting. They're giving careers. They're, they're going to, they're comparison and contrasting colleges and doing it through a pie graph chart, a line graph chart, and a bar graph chart. So everything we're doing, we're teaching through the aspects that's in the core curriculum. But in our curriculum, we're just putting in financial literacy in every single subject. Man, I can listen to you talk about this all day. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you. I had a similar situation with the unexpected death of my son's mother in 2018. And I learned a lot 
but I'm sad that I didn't use it to bring so much good like you did. Yeah. <laughs> but, but no, you learn a lot about that because uh, it's a lot deeper than you think. And like you said, when we talking about funeral directors, they they get paid to be real kind and nice to you, but it's about that money. It's know? it's a business, and that's what people don't understand. Okay, I'm just no, it's a business. How much is the casket? If the person's over six feet, six feet, that's a whole nother casket. It's gonna be in a whole nother tax bracket. You so people are not understanding. I know people that have said we had to break his legs because we couldn't afford a bigger casket. So you just have to, I'm telling you, it's everything, everything that we do is a business. I mean, is money. And that's why I tell people it's, that's why I named it Budget University. Because when we go to Target, what water is that? Are you going to get that, that, the expensive water? You don't get that, that, what you call the Target brand water. Well, I'm going to get the Target because 99 cents. We're budgeting in our head. Like, mm, I'm going to put that back. Mm, I'll get that next time. That's budgeting. So everything we do is budgeting. When you're doing your 401k, do you want the 10% to come out? You're budgeting to make sure that you can still take care of mortgage, car, insurance, opposed to the 10%. So everything we do is a budget. Man, listen, I was about to say, hey, you need to start talking about, but now, now you need to make people pay for your expertise. So get that money. That's what I'm talking about. Don't do nothing for free. Yeah. <laughs> so not just with the budget university because wow like i think you went in about four or five of my questions with that answer i like it i like it but just in life uh who are some of your biggest influences or inspirations okay so when it comes down to like influencers and inspirations i have to lean on people that i know personally and i would definitely say my parents because of the how they've raised me and what they've taught me. Um, I would definitely say my friends because of the circle that I keep, they're honest and they're transparent and the things that they go through in life, they're real with me. And it's an inspiration because they'll tell me, Shelby, don't mess up like I messed up and do this and this and this and this and this, do it this way. So for me, that's an inspiration because you're just inspiring me to make the correct decisions. Um, I would, I, you know, I could name celebrities, I could name public figures, but the thing is that we only know what they post and I don't know them personally. So I would definitely say that those, my inspiration is definitely my parents and my grandma, my grandmother that did pass away because she would always tell me before she left the house, Shelby, don't take any wooden nickels. And I'm like, what in the world does that mean? And why is this woman always tell me that every time I walk out of this house? And I, I, and then it's when I looked it up, the, the saying up, it was so many people's sayings, but the one that stuck out to me, the meaning was, um, don't take anything fraudulent. And that my grandma really, used to say that all the time. Man. Did Don't she say that? Yeah. yeah. It, it must. Yeah, it must have been them. But you know, and I was like, it's don't don't put up with anything fraudulent. And that goes for money. That goes for knowledge. That goes for people. It goes for so much. And I, for me, that's an inspiration. That's definitely inspiration. That's what's up. I love what you said. Like, I could go celebrities, but I need to know you and know what you're really about because I'm not going to be. Because, I mean, let's be honest. Be. <laughs> yeah, because let's be honest. I end up liking someone a lot. I'm like, oh my God, I love this person. I love this person. The next thing you know, it fraud. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. Not this person. So I just, I was like, you know what? I, 
I like them from a distance. And then with honestly, with being a flight attendant, um, I've had some awesome. I've I've I love some musicians. I love some actors. But when they get on my flight, I was just like, my feelings are hurt. No way. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just like, damn. My feelings are hurt, but. Oh, well, like you just, and it's not because I asked them for a picture. It's never that. It's just the principle right, right. of like the way that they treated me and my crew members. I'm just like, yeah. wow. So, yeah. <laughs> Look at you, man. I knew this was going to be an easy interview because, like I said, you played us when you came on there acting like you did. I don't know. Don't what to say do. that. <laughs> No, but you know, funny. okay, in my defense, that was my first like relationship podcast. I don't really go on talking about relationships. Oh, yeah, I got you. Ne neither do I. I have no business talking to nobody about relationships. So I stay away from it. I, I don't. You know what I'm saying? That's not my yeah. thing. <laughs> but yeah. listen, um, so we know how you got started, who your influences are. Like, so what would be, and you said a lot of it already, but. I'm going to give you another shot to run through something. If you had to pick one specific thing that was your specific resilience story that, you know, you persevered through all odds, what would it be? For my personal story? Yes. Being adopted. What? Tell me Being more. adopted. So I was adopted. Um like at, when I was 18 months out of the foster care system in Miami, Florida, the Miami Children and Families. And for me, that was an obstacle that I overcame mentally, physically, and emotionally because um, when I found out I was adopted, I let it go. I didn't, I didn't question. I was just like, oh, okay, you know, like an innocent child, not thinking nothing of it. Now going into it in life, I'm blessed because I, that I overcame that because being told I was adopted, um, could have done one or two things. It could have made me like it, like I am right now, or it could have brought me down to depression and all type of mental, you never know, mental illness. So that was something I overcame because, you know, for me, it's a challenge because when I go to the doctor, um, they ask about family history and I have to put in all those boxes, N-A, N-A, N-A. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, I was adopted. So just because my mother or father might have something which God, thank God they don't, or I can't say that I, that it's, that's, that it's, um, that's in the family hereditary because I don't know. So, you know, that's a challenge because you got to go to the doctor every year, which you're supposed to, but doing the test, just making sure everything's okay. Because I don't know if breast, breast cancer runs in my family. I don't know if this runs in my family. I don't know anything because I don't know who my biological parents are. So I would say being adopted has motivated me to do much more because when I'm doing interviews with you when I'm doing interviews with other people and I'm, you know, in magazines and I'm having the opportunity to be on shows and stuff like this, for me, it's not only for me, but it's the bigger picture that I see, which shows kids that if Shelby could do it, I could do it too. To, whether being adopted from the system or not being adopted from the system, whether being a, she was adopted at 18 months or if I was adopted at 18 years, it doesn't matter. If I could do it, you could do it too, because we were both in the same category of being put up for adoption, you know? So I would definitely say that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen, y'all, Shelby is young too. See, I'm old, like me. I'm pushing. Shelby is young and has done all of this, and 
that story is amazing. It's amazing. Like people, people out here with winning hands and they complaining, but you know, it's not the hand that you you're given. It's how you play the hand. So exactly. Wow. And that's yeah. why, you know, people need to know it's always the hand that you were given. You know, there's, there's God always has a plan in the story. So you were, I just feel like God put me in the position to be adopted for a reason. Don't hold it in. A lot of people that I talk to at these adoption seminars and stuff like that have told me, Shelby, I haven't even told my husband I was adopted. And I'm like, why? Because I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. Like my real parents didn't want me. So they're not, some people don't see the bigger picture. They just see it as I wasn't wanted and they take it out on life. No, you were given a second chance. So, you know, it's just, that's how I see it. No, that's amazing. That's a word for me. I'm not adopted, but that's a word for me. I'm going to take it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if there was somebody that said, watch this podcast and said, man, I want to be like her when I grow up. <laughs> what are some resources that you would suggest for anybody that's interested in getting your field of expertise? You know, I'm I'm accessible on all social media. Show up at um, all of them are Budget University on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Everything is at Budget University. If you want to find me, it's Budget University. The website is budgetuniversityonline.com. Um, my story there, my story is there in the About Me section. There's a contact button to contact us, and my assistant's there. He's always looking at the email. So just you know, reach out, and we're there. Budget University. Look, she said personal. Look, you ain't got to you ain't got to go all here and there. Reach out to me personally. We'll we'll allow that right now. But when that blow up situation continues on your life, you know what I'm saying? People ain't gonna be able to reach out to you personally. You know I mean? <laughs> You're gonna have somebody managing your social media. That wasn't me doing right. that. And you know what's so crazy? I do not like my I have two Instagrams. I have the Shelby Patrice underscore Instagram, and then I have the budget university, which are both public pages. But I am hardly on the Shelby Patrice underscore Instagram because I'm really about to delete it. I'm so over social media. Like it's to me, it's just like what we talked about previously. Too many people are just trying to be an inspiration, but nobody wants to be a motivation. And it's just, I'm like, what, what motivation are you giving me? Besides the like, you know, people want to do the everyday stuff of, oh, this is me going here, getting on my private jet. Can we talk about how you got there? Can we talk about what what happened like in between? Because this wasn't a crystal stair. And I tell people all the time, like this process was not easy. You know, getting Budget University to where it is, being able to work with the Dallas Mavericks, all this stuff took so much perseverance. It, I mean, to the point where there's some days where I said, you know what, forget this company. I'm done with Budget University, child. So you have to, I just, I feel like, you know, just you see it, but you got to want to live it. It's not for the weak. It's not for the week. Yeah. And that's, mm -mm. I told somebody, I said, that's my goal is to get to the level where I can pay somebody to maintain my social media. Cause I don't want it no more. I don't want it. <laughs> don't want I don't it. want it. I don't, I don't want care it. to be out the loop. <laughs> right. Right. I, I love it. So, all right. Well, yeah. what is the Shelby Patrice budget university motto or mantra that you live by and that you would share with us? What's your mantra? What's your show words to live by when you dominate you elevate That's did it. you practice <laughs> no i didn't and i actually stole that from Deion sanders okay okay <laughs> at least i'm honest right 
No, but he made a good point. He said, he said, he was talking to his team. He was like, we got to dominate, fellas. We got to dominate. He was like, that's the only way to elevate. And I said, if that don't, and I said, in order to dominate, you have, it equals elevation. Because it's true. When you go play, when you go to kindergarten, right? And you ace kindergarten, you have no choice but to do what? Go to first, go to first grade. grade, right? Hey. And what is that? And what does that mean? You're elevating. That's elevation. When you don't, when, when you don't, when you when you don't dominate your grade level, and you're failing, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're not focused. You're not on task. You're not elevating. Nowhere near it. So wow. you gotta dominate every level that you're at in life: kindergarten, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, eleventh, twelfth grade. You have to dominate to keep going to the next level. If you don't dominate, you ain't gonna elevate. So that's why I tell myself when it comes to Shelby Patrice, my personal life, me, you gotta dominate that. You can't half nothing. If you're gonna present, you gotta present. People can say, "Oh my gosh, she's just being so extra. Why she come with the tablecloth? She didn't come with this because you're 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 here to dominate." So I can elevate and go to the next level so I can get investors, so I can get users, so I can get subscribers. I can't just come on. I just can't come somewhere just like you didn't even come in. Like you got to dominate. You have you have to give you, you have to think I got to get a strike. I can't I can't come in there thinking, uh, OK, I'm just uh, let me just do this. No, you have to put your best foot forward. If not, then it's, you're not you're not there's no choice. You're not going to elevate. Well, well, well. Dominate you, elevate. Come on now. All mm -hmm. right, Shelby Patrice via Dion Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Look, listen, y'all. She was getting on me because she's super busy. But before we let you go, I want you to share some parting thoughts. I mean, you've been dropping dimes left and right, but Aww. share some parting thoughts with us before you uh, get back to the busy world of making this a better, uh, just a better world in general, but especially through Budget University. <laughs> you know, just in life, and this goes for Budget University, this goes for life, it, it's a scripture that I live by, and it says that, you know, when you're faithful with a few things, God will make you ruler over many. Now, that scripture has stuck with me for so many years and it was the scripture that i said when i won my first pageant and i had to say like a quote or something like that so i said the scripture but the reason why it sticks with me is because when you're faithful with a few things just imagine if i'm faithful with you want a new car you want the bins right but you weren't faithful you weren't faithful with the honda or the kia you had you treated it like crap you did you know you just didn't care you were lazy on the car note you slammed the doors all the time you spilled barbecue sauce in it so if you're not faithful what i gave you how do you want me to make you ruler and give you more stuff right so then i think about it with money like i was faithful with the money i had i saved i tithe i did this i gave i gave to people that were in need if you could trust me with that much just imagine him trusting me with so much more so i tell people just put that in everything and anything that you do i have to be faithful if you can be faithful to a man or a woman that you know ain't faithful to you you can be faithful to other things so um, i just that, that's that's what i, I can't do that get somebody else to do it no. <laughs> mm -mm, get somebody else to do it i can't be faithful right. to somebody else. <laughs> no so that's 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 my motto that's your motto. Listen, thank you so much.
for coming to the Help Myself podcast. Listen, we're going to be pumping it up. And uh, I mean, again, I'm already a fan. I'm already uh, a user of the services. Uh, and, and 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 we'll be getting involved because me and a friend of mine we're working on a um, nonprofit back in Texas to uh, do financial literacy for school age kids. So we'll probably be reaching out to you as customers too. So definitely, I'm looking excited. Forward. We'd love to have yeah. a good contract going. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, again, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and share with the Help Myself podcast. I appreciate you so much, and I am excited to see your continued elevation. Thank you, John. We got to dominate so we can elevate. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to this wonderful interview we had with Michelle B. Patrice of Budget University. I thoroughly enjoyed it. My only regret is that we kind of had to squeeze the schedule and she had so much other stuff going, but uh, she definitely dropped a wealth of information on us. I want to encourage you to go follow her again. She said at budget university on all of her socials, and then you can go to the website. So we will make sure that you have all of that information. And then I absolutely want to encourage you to get the budget university app. Listen, it's a price that we can all afford free 99. So go check out that app, download it, get your family and friends uh, tuned in for it. It can really help. Uh, these are some of the conversations that we need to be having about our financial forecasts, our financial presence, and our financial futures. So it's a big uh, topic to talk about. It's something that we need to be more active about. Another thing that I did want to mention while we were talking there, and we'll be talking about that again. I did a podcast episode a couple of years back talking about normalizing conversations about affluence and the things that Shelby was talking about. Uh, we need to start normalizing those conversations of being financially able to do things and having savings and, and having money so that you can invest in property and you can invest in business opportunities and having, you know, all kinds of things. So we'll definitely keep our focus on that. But listen, I want to make sure that you're keeping the focus on doing the things that make you the absolute best version of yourself. And I'm going to close tonight the way I close every time. Listen. I can't help myself. I've got to inspire. I've got to encourage. I've got to empower. But I can help myself by being the absolute best version of myself. And guess what? You can too. So why not we do it together? Thank you again. We'll see you next time.